Welcome back. Episode 9, Borderline Raptors, is on its way. Kitch Denno joining shortly for, which is probably a way too long podcast, uh, but lots going on this week in the world of sports with the Masters, the NBA, all the news happening there, the NFL storylines, what drives you crazy, the business. It's just there's a lot going on, and we talk about a lot of it. Um, for those of you who aren't diehard Raptors fans like ourselves, you might want to skip the first 10 minutes because we do talk about the Raps. Uh, and where they're headed in the draft and free agency. So feel free to skip through that. Go right to your favorite segment, which is probably somewhere between backyard gambling and uh, any other business. So uh, that's where we're headed. And yeah, it goes a little bit longer than than any of us need. But uh, like I said, there was lots to digest. So uh, with that, uh, and with an ode to uh, Dustin Johnson's most recent victory, we felt it'd be appropriate to have our first guest uh, explain to you uh, what it's like to be on Augusta. So here he is. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. Uh, tears in his eyes, I guess, as he, as he lines up this last shot. He's got about 195 yards left, and he's going to... Looks like he's got about an eight. Iron. This crowd has gone deadly silent. Cinderella story, out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. <clears throat> It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! Kitch! Hello! <laughs> All right, Daniel, I'm going to... Um, I know we just talked about this, but uh, I'm going to lead off with you because let's um, let's talk about last week's pod. <laughs> I just... I thought last week's pod was a complete... <laughs> was a complete disaster. I thought it was a complete disaster. I called this out, and I expect this one to be a lot more crisp. A lot more crisp. All right, that's... Uh, I'm not sure we should start by critiquing ourselves and everybody, but you know what, Denno? I think you might be right. I, I didn't love it last week either. I didn't, I'd break it up too much. So for our, our 108 core unique listeners, this week will be better. We'll definitely be better. And with that, Kitch... We're going to start with NBA storylines, which with our beloved raps at the top with free agency, just about to kick off. There's a lot of stuff, uh, potential happening to our Raptors. And I'm going to leave. First of all, I think we all agree. Gasol, that's a gonzo. Our two biggest issues, Ibaka and Freddie. Yeah. And what do we do? What do we, what do we draft? Like if you, if we're 29th in there, do we, do we draft a center? Do we draft a, a a strong power forward? Do we draft a shooting guard? Where Where do you guys think we go in the draft? Definitely, definitely not center. Like those, those no. days are done. Um, I'm, I'm assuming we're, we're keeping Freddie, right? And then Lowry's gone a bit. You know, let's find a good, a good three, good three probably. So I have uh, obviously no inside information, uh, but I have a very sneaky suspicion that mm-hmm. Freddie is not a lock to resign. Like I don't think it's a lock to resign. Bobby, my Bobby. Uh, who follows the Instagram stuff with the rappers, which we really probably should get on because there's actually lots of good information on there. I follow uh, it. I follow it. Yeah. So Bobby's like, it's a, there's a, there's a plethora of mm-hmm. information on that Instagram Raptors yeah. account. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Freddie has apparently openly come out and said, it's all about the money for him. I'm trying to get paid, man. I'm not, I'm not shy about that. And that's just what it is. So I won a championship and now it's time to, to cash out on 26. It's not purely numbers, but the numbers do play a big part, and I just want to feel my value reciprocated from the other end. And teams can tell you that value all they want to, but until they 
show you with numbers, then then you know what that means. He's taking the he's taking the top dollar, no hometown discount. Which you know what? If you know Freddie's story, which I think I think Freddie's probably feeding more than just his wife and his two kids. I think he's got a yeah. I think he's got a whole group of people he is trying to uh, support. And you know what? This is you could make the argument. This is Freddie's last uh chance at like the big close to max type contract like five years from now no one's paying 31 year old freddie van fleet uh you know 100 million bucks this is this is probably his one big shot at the at the ultimate contract so i think masai is pretty cagey i don't know that if he goes and overspends on freddie right now that would i don't think he does anything to handcuff himself where he doesn't have flexibility going into next year's draft uh free agency okay so what what are your guys odds on him signing like percent wise what are you at? Like fifty percent? I'd say I think my gut is telling me fifty fifty right now. Kitch, what do you got? I'll go sixty forty. We wouldn't have said that six months ago. We no, I, th- he's like, I, I think he's always. I think Freddie has like he's kind of felt slighted his whole career because he's always been the the small guy for he sure. They like undrafted, uh, and he and he he's come out in interviews I've seen where he's he said I've I've now proven myself. So I'm looking to get paid because I finally pr- I've proven myself oh. and I want to get. So I think he's he's marketing himself like. I'm not. I'm not going to stay in Toronto and take less money if I get more money elsewhere. He's say he is coming out and saying it. So whether it's true or not, I know guys can say yeah. that. But but I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's probably out there shopping. And and honestly, like the Raptors, you're looking at him. What's if he stays? What's the future there? It's there's a lots of unknown knowns in that future. So so he might say, well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get max somewhere else with an unknown team, or do I stay with Raptors and their unknown team for the next little while? So I I got my like seventy five percent still. If I if I think of like Freddie the the Freddie we saw again I know we were dissing him a bit in the playoffs if if he's your number one guy like like if he goes the Knicks or whatever the number one guy he's he's not going to be that good he's not going to no. be that good he needs to be that you know that that third guy or second guy and I, I think I think the Raptors are a good fit for him now do we keep Lowry or not you know past this year I can't. I don't. I don't think so. There are rumors about Lowry being traded. I don't. I don't believe that either. I don't. I don't believe it. Um, but I got him at seventy five percent. I think. I think he's doing this to try and get you know twenty two million instead of twenty or whatever out of the Raptors. But I think the Raptors know they got to keep him. So I listen. I agree with that assessment. Of Freddie can't be the guy anywhere he goes. He's probably great as a number three. Even like if you look at last year the, or the championship uh, season, he was almost a number four, four to a certain four. extent. Um, and that's where he had no expectations, you know, did really well. And then we weren't killing him when he had that horrible stretch versus Philadelphia. Like we weren't killing him going, Oh my God, Freddie's the reason why we're losing this. It was just sort of like Freddie's in a slump and it's pretty bad and ugly, but we weren't going, Oh, that's the problem. This year we're going, we go as far as Freddie goes and that's not, that's not a good space for any team to be in. So that's where I think the Raptors have to go. Well, I can't max this guy and I, I, because he's not max money, but he's in a weak uh, free agency class. Uh, so someone, I think someone will offer him money that we probably should not match is my guess. So that's why I think, I think we're in trouble. And then, and then we're back to where I always believe we should be blow it up. <laughs> we don't resign Freddie, blow it up, but like, blow it up. but like they're, they're saying Westbrook's going to go to the Knicks. Right? I, was, I was reading that today. So let's say that does, that, that does happen. Westbrook and him together. I don't know. 
Do, do you guys see those two guys gelling? Like Westbrook and him? Oh my God. What, Westbrook and anybody. Yeah. 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 Like, no. But I mean, but, Freddie, but if there was a type of guard that actually would compliment Westbrook, Freddie actually might be the guy. Like, he might be that guy. Out, hang on the three point line and hang on the three point line. Yeah. Or when Westbrook goes to the bench, he runs the show. Like, actually, yeah. Freddie, they, they probably would not be. But I don't know anybody who would really want yeah. to play with, West, with Westbrook. But now, the whole thing about Westbrook and Harden which we'll get into in a minute, but it's, it's all around. They hate the owner because the yeah. owner's a Trump guy, but yeah. we'll talk about that in a second. So yeah. I don't know. I think it'll be a sad day if we do lose Freddie, but I also don't think it would be the worst thing, but I think if we do lose Freddie and we don't replace, and there's nothing out there for us to really replace him with like the whole Montrell's Harrell thing. Like, I don't want Montrell's hair. I don't, I'd rather get a Baca back on a shorter deal. Uh, I'd rather plug away with sort of that mid-range free agent type until we see what happens next year. Like we almost said, this might end up being a throwaway year for the Raps. Like, I think they'll still be a playoff team, obviously, but I don't think it's a, you know, it won't be the run that we had uh, even this year, like the, or the, uh, the possibility of there being a, a deep run. But if we're, yeah. if we're a throwaway team, are we giving up on the Giannis uh, sweepstakes then? Well, that's, that's the whole challenge, right? If you get rid of, if Freddie's gone and we trade Lowry, uh, you know, we'll still have Pascal. If we had a Baca, like I don't think we would. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we become that if we're going after Giannis because you couldn't do that. No. But then I think that's the thing. That's why you probably don't trade Lowry. You hang on to him. You see what happens. If we don't get Giannis, then you obviously cut. You cut Lowry. Then you really are in blow it up mode at that stage. And as far as the draft goes, I mean, at twenty nine, we're not getting anything at twenty nine. No. Like I, I'd almost mm-hmm. look to trade out of it somehow to 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 leverage future uh, assets if you could. Um, but I think if we do, if there is, if Masai knows something that the rest of us don't, I think you draft an A scorer. I don't know who, I don't know what that, and with the whole Terrence Davis thing too, like we need somebody who can score. Like that was obviously part of our problem against Boston. We just didn't have enough scorers. No, somebody yep. can shoot, somebody can shoot the perimeter, shoot the three. Yep. Uh, and then, all right, so let's pivot to Ibaka quickly. Again, well, maybe Freddie's the domino. If we don't get Freddie, I think that changes the whole outlook to, to everything. Cause then is Ibaka a must resign at that stage? Cause what are you, what are you doing then? Like, what's the strategy if we're not, if you don't resign Freddie and Ibaka, but even if you do, like, are we even a top four team next year? If we don't sign Freddie, we got a ton of cash. So, oh, yeah. so, so we got to, if they don't send resign Freddie, they're going to be picking away at the, uh, at the market and trying to, trying to bring some guys in that are, that are probably solid players. So, uh, yeah, I think, you, I think you keep Ibaka around. Because if you don't, if you don't keep Ibaka around, you don't keep um, Freddie and you don't keep uh, Gasol, we got, we got a boatload of cash to, to spend, to spend there. Yeah, like even if we have Freddie and Ibaka, like seriously, what what place are we going to get next year, guys? Like, I, I think we'd be happy with a a fifth or sixth. Yeah, like Indiana's going to be good. Brooklyn's all of a sudden one of the top teams. Like wow, especially Philadelphia, right? Like, well, l- let me let me give you quickly what what they have uh, lined up at the upper echelon of free agents this year. Okay, you tell me what excites you. T- stop when you get excited. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Harris, love him. Oh yeah, he can shoot. I take I take him in a heartbeat for us. Oh yeah, but that's not that's you're not building you're not winning a championship with Joe Harris. That's the guy we want though. That's the type of guy we want. Oh, we need Jesus a guy Christ. like that. We need him last year. That, that's who we need last year. I can't believe we stopped the first name. The whole segment was supposed to be like the, I was setting this up to be like we're not going to stop for a while. Boom, first name oh, you guys. I got I got Harris stop. and and and, uh, and, <laughs> and Joe Harris. Burton's David Burton's. I, I take Burton's in a heartbeat too. All right, let, let's just play this out the way it was meant to go. All right, right just don't stop ahead. me right away. All right, let's try another name. Let's just try right. one more name. See if we stop. Yeah. Danilo Gallinari. 
No, not a chance. Yeah. See, we're not stopping there. So Bertans is next on the list. Love him. Love him. Look at his three-point yeah, shooting. I love him from like if he's going to play 20 minutes on off the bench, right? And be, he's got to be part of the second unit and he's got to be he's, he's sort of instant offense, right? So I don't, I don't mind him, but of course I don't like it when guys like Pop get rid of you. Yeah. yeah. Popovich doesn't like want you. That's I don't know. That's a, All right, then we talk Montrell's Harrell. Like I'm I'm so out. Christian Wood. I see guys, he was six man of the year. <laughs> I know. He like, was, but like we're looking like oh man, that guy sucks or something. Like he was a six man of the year. I know. I know. <laughs> Um. Then, but this doesn't help us, right? Goran Dragic, you know, I think he's awesome. Uh, he's old. Well, he's if old. You, and, if and, it, but if you don't sign Freddie, then though th- that's what we're looking yeah, at. Yeah, but, but Dragic is looking for big money. You're not going to go give him big money, right? Like I think you got. So now, if we don't sign Freddie, here's a guy I would go and get. I would absolutely go and get Rondo on a short deal. Maybe slightly overpaid, but I get Rondo for two years. Wow. I know it's not it's not great, but I would get him. Why? Why? Well, if you don't get Freddie, we need no. we need more we need more point guards. Yeah, yeah you, but, need, you want you want somebody to get the future. Place? Yeah, like you want I want to rebuild. I want I want to rebuild and then try and go yeah, win a championship. That's a terrible. Yeah, that's that's what, a terrible decision, Bart. Rondo. No, Bart, listen to me. I, you're going to get him on a two year deal, maybe a one and one. Right. So you, no. he's, he's a stopgap for a year. Or two, is, maybe. This, no, this is the same as the Jets. The Jets starting Frank Gore at like running back. I go, what are you guys? You're 0 7. He's getting like 20 carries. Bring in some guy from the G League or whatever. See, <laughs> clearly, Steelers got some talent. Clearly in rebuild mode. That's <laughs> yeah. my point. No, but they, but don't don't put a guy in a, a thirty-five-year-old running back. Like put a bridging the gap. We are bridging no. the gap to Giannis. The Jets He's are not bridging no gap. The Jets are not bridging no gap. Rondo is a gap. He is a stepping oh. stone to Giannis. He's not coming to Toronto. All right, can I, I'm going to keep going here. All right. <laughs> so again, again, we're trying to we're trying to solve some problems here. Paul okay. Millsap, right? No. Again, I, you know what? No. A replacement for Gasol. No. Goes plays twenty minutes again. Short contract. Overpaid. Overpaid. All right. Now, what? This one's actually kind of intriguing. What about Tristan Thompson? They think it might be him. Actually, uh, I was reading something today saying he'd be the guy they go get. I have no problems with that. Uh, again, not on crazy money. Not on crazy Canadian, money. right? Uh, Derek Favors too old. Er, listen, Aaron Baines, like Phoenix kid. I like him. I like him a lot. I don't know if enough about him. Well, we yeah. saw him play. We were there. We saw him live. I was, uh, yeah, I was, pay- I was oh, talking actually, to people next to me. You were distracted. Kitchen, <laughs> Kitchen was buying rounds of beer. Yeah, you, you were distracted. You were, I forgot about that. You were distracted. Uh, I don't want Marcus Morris. Is a, I don't want a Morris. I do not want any Morris. Oh, he's great. Team. He's great. Oh my God. Real, real, real game changer for the Clippers this year. Real game changer. <laughs> really worked out. Uh, Marcus Hall's out there. That's a free agent. Uh, then we got a Baca, but then, yeah, then you get the Dwight Howards, the, uh, you see oh. it again, like a Jay Crowder. Would I take him? Like, like, yeah, no. But you need rotation guys. Do you understand? Like, we need eight guys to play. No, bring it, bring well, it. Well, you got to bring up guys that you want to put on the court. Like, no, like, we have to put five that we want on the court for the start of the game, though. That's the problem. We can't have all bench players. You know what? We go get Jakob again. Portal's back. Portle, he's back. Uh, I, like him. I like him. All right, actually, I keep, don't mind. Again, for a plugger, keep this tight. How do we? We're, we're on the first topic. And we're, what happened to keeping this tight? Hey, Deno. You caught me off guard by stopping on the first name. And I want to go through all of them. I don't want you to ever stop me again. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I think I think what we've decided here is the Raptors are a huge unknown. And we clearly, we don't know anything. 
we clearly don't know what the Raptors should do. Uh, I think, yeah, I guess that Freddie's the linchpin. I think that's what the, my, my thought is that whatever Freddie does will dictate where we go from there. Yep. I think so. So, all right, well, there you go. We're going to know Friday, our... guys. Friday, we'll probably know. Friday or Sunday. Oh, I think we'll know. Yeah, yeah I think Friday. We'll know. Friday at Thursday 6th. Night. Yeah. I, I thought that Friday at 6th, they'll announce it, and then Sunday they sign. Something like that. Yeah, they, they, they announce before they can sign. Yeah. Look, it's already, this is already this crazy stuff, too, with the trades. They've already announced, but they can't. It's not official until yeah. whatever. Like, that stuff, I don't understand why they can do that. Yeah, the NBA, physicals, but they it's just, can't. It's, 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 a, it's the press. It is linked to the press, and the press runs with it. Yeah, but in, in theory, this, the the season's not even opened yet and they're doing this shit. They're not really supposed to be doing this. I don't think, but whatever, you know, who, what do we care? I know I don't. Um, all right, but let's, so let's go to a couple other big NBA storylines. Kitch, do you have the NBA storylines or do you want me to? Uh, yeah. The Milwaukee Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, That's your first one. Not Harden's not your first one. No, oh, no, okay. no. Milwaukee Bucks trading for Drew, J R U E Drew holiday from the Pelicans for they're giving up George Hill, Drew Bledsoe, Three first round picks. Give credit to the uh, to the organization, the Bucks. They they realize they have a superstar, and they are they are doing all they possibly like. They are just they are destroying their future, and they're doing all they possibly oh. can to build to build for him this year. And then they get and then from there and then they turn around. And they get Bogdanovich um, for like for Divincenzo and Ilyasova and DJ Wilson. Yeah. But that bag of bag of balls, bag of balls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so they basically pick up two great. I think great pickups, like what huge improvements. Guys, you can score from the like right now. You get so those guys are two good outside shooters. You already got Middleton's an outside shooter. They're double teaming Giannis. He's going to kick it out to guys now that can make shots, and Middleton's going to have more open shots. So I think I think this is astronomically huge for Milwaukee. And as much as I'd like to see Giannis in Toronto, I think if Giannis stays in Milwaukee, that's good for the NBA. I do I do like that from the first. Totally agree with that. So so Kitch. Who does Holiday remind you of? X X Buck. X Buck. Oh, uh, Brogdon. Exactly. I checked the stats today. Holiday nineteen seven and five last year. Brogdon seventeen seven and five. Yeah. Like, yeah, but don't forget like, two very two distinctly different teams and I, offenses. I, oh, right. But Bart, like if they if they kept him in that offense, like if they kept Brogdon, if they just kept him. Oh, I agree. They, they wouldn't be going through this. Uh, they, would, they would be giving up three first-round draft choices. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, they, they, that was such a bad mistake. Three draft choices, and the guy's got one year left. Yeah, I know. Like, you know oh, it's, that's it's a funny risk. How they, it's funny how these things get done in a vacuum, right? Like People don't see the forest through the trees on any of this shit. Like, someone's just got to say, yeah, you know what? You're going to sign Brogdon. You're going to pay the penalty this year, but it, it doesn't mortgage your future, yeah. which now they are clearly mortgaging their future. And here's the problem that I have with that trade. Way too many draft. He's not – Drew Holiday is good. Right, he's never been an all star. Uh, listen, he's the best holiday brother. I'm not sure that means anything, but he's the best of the three holiday brothers. Uh, and I'm not sure that's worth three first round draft choices, but like now you are like you're in all or nothing mode and you don't have Giannis, right? You don't, like if but, he doesn't, but, if he doesn't, he has to sign at least that two year one. If he doesn't do a two year deal with them right away, holy fuck, I would be terrified. He'll have, he'll have opt outs though, just like the Braun does the yeah. the one in one or sign of five. I can get off of two. Yeah, but at least do that. Like at least you get him for yeah. the one on one. You're in a you're in a yeah. better space. But if he doesn't commit yeah. to at least a one on one on that, oh my god! But then you're yeah. if you're him, are you going to commit to a one on one 
when revenues are down, when the cap is lower, like you're going to, you're really going to, you're now running the total risk of any injury, just ruining, you know, your DeMarcus Cousins zone all of a sudden, right? You take that one-on-one, he gets hurt. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're never heard from again. That just seemed like a lot for holiday. Like I can, I, I thought I, so. I think it's good. I could not just, it just on the screen just kept saying this traffic. That's like, like you think you're getting like an, an all-star who's like a championship pedigree or something. Right. And, I don't know. That that's a lot. They're gonna like in three three to five years they're gonna go, Oh my god, like we gave a lot. We gave a lot for that for that are. pick, right? And we're getting off topic here, but that's what like OKC in like three, four years. How many how many draft picks are they gonna have? Well, like, I think they have too many. I know, yeah, yeah. They just keep racking them up. Keep what is the most up. a team has ever drafted in a particular draft? Like I think there's a year where Oklahoma city now is going to have nine draft choices in two rounds. Like that's yeah, it's, ridiculous. Yeah, it's well, crazy. that's trade. That's trade. That's trade bait. Right. Yeah. You get, yeah. You get either that or they will be very young. they will be a very young team on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Well, Celtics I, got I, what? Three, th- three, this, this year, right? Three, three in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're trying yeah. They're desperately trying to get rid of them. I mean, yeah. this, this is, a, this is the wrong draft. Exactly. Uh, it's the wrong draft to be stockpiled. And that's the thing with, with OKC. They are stockpiled for later when these see like when the Clippers could easily be like, this could be the whole Boston, New Jersey thing. All over again sure. when when like when the clippers are shit three years from now yeah. and you've got all their first round draft choices oh my god that, that could be a massive windfall yeah trust the process yeah, yeah this is that their total process mode which yeah. obviously i think that's going to be a storyline here uh in a second listen the bottom line is right now milwaukee got better so they have to i think they have to win the title i think they have to win the title now yep. and that's the yep. only way they re- that's the only way they resign Giannis. i think so then if you're the gm for the bucks you're building it to win the title now. Like you have to, you have, you know, Giannis is probably not staying if you don't win the title. So you have to do it all, all you can to win the title. And, and it, yeah. that's, that sacrifices the future. But, and if I'm the GM, I'm doing the exact same thing this guy did. Well, do you think that, do you, do you guys think they actually ran this trade past him? 100 percent. Uh, no question. Yeah. I mean, after yeah, after the whole dinner that they had, right, a week after the uh, the bubble, yeah. where yeah. they started, and Giannis has come out and said, and you know, there was an interview. I think it was this week, or la- sorry, last week, where he was on some pod, or it wasn't our pod, but he was on a pod, uh, and they were asking about, you know, are you coming back? Are you resigning? And he's like, well, we'll see. Like he's given all those. He's given all the scary answers of like, you know, I want to be here, but mm-hmm. right, it's like, uh oh, like that's really. Like they are in the danger, danger. So I think they're doing. Oh, I think they're catering to him. I think whatever they do, they're checking with him. Are you good with this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever you need. Like right. What else you yeah. want? But I'll tell you, if I'm ownership, this is Horace's last stand. He's the guy who got him into this, right? He's the guy who didn't resign. Now who knows when when we say he didn't resign Brogdon, that could have been ownership saying I'm not paying the luxury tax. Yeah. Probably. He, he may yeah, have been, right. Yeah, so if it was that, if I'm Horace, I'm going back to him saying, "Well, listen, you idiots, do you want Giannis or not?" Yeah. Uh, so, but now, God, with the whole revenue situation too, th- this is, yeah, this is very intriguing and we'll, and we'll have to sort of see what happens there, but that's all right. We got to move on to the, to the next NBA story. Cause there's a ton of them. Yeah. And like final, sorry, final comment. Like the, these, these smaller teams, they need those draft picks. Yeah. Like, like they got to They got to get those draft picks to find those to. nuggets. Right. If they lose, they lose three of those. And then like, they are screwed in the late, the late 200. Like well, Milwaukee's the, yeah. Like they know more than anybody. I mean, they got Giannis at 15. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah, yeah like the small market teams like that's that is part of the problem the small market teams have to be that much better drafting yeah yep. like they have to win the lottery drafting minnesota know, like, twins like, baseball minnesota twins yeah, right? yeah absolutely yeah john blue Jays. <laughs> that was a good one that was good <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, all right Coach. number Next. two 
Next one, Harden, Westbrook, Houston, disaster. Everybody wants out. Everybody wants a hard one out. Oh my God. Westbrook sh- shockingly, Westbrook um didn't get along and with the other players and 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 is looking for a new team to play on right now. Shocking. Um, going in his own sandbox. He only has a sandbox for himself. Nobody's out, nobody else is allowed to play in it. Um Harden Harden turns down like a, a historic 50 million a year extension to stay with the Rocks. Like 50 million a year. Yeah, that's, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. Year. So how bad is it there if he wants if he wants out from there? And if you go wow. and there's and now you got all the speculations. You go into Brooklyn. Um, I sh- I hope he doesn't go to Brooklyn like that. That's a debacle of the NBA. Is if if if, mm-hmm. if they allow that, um, I I could oh. I could I could easily see him going to uh to Golden State actually and and linking in there quite nicely. Oh no, Golden He would not fit into that system at all. What, what? He's in pass. He's in pass. No, he he's not. He stands Golden. and they like to move. Yeah. Catch and shoot. Best shot. Best shot. They like to actually play proper basketball. They like to play Dr. Naismith basketball, the Warriors. <laughs> right? They're Harden's not going. Oh my God. No, that's that's not happening. So where's he and I don't think those guys like each other. I don't think Curry and, and uh Clay like Harden. Oh, maybe they do. I don't yeah. No, it's actually who doesn't like Harden? Oh, it's um MB doesn't like Harden. They're not oh, buddies. Really? Because they've talked about oh, Harden going potentially yeah. to Philly too. Talking about Simmons right. and Harden switching switching right. teams, and then he's got him. Wow. Yeah. If I'm yeah. if I'm Houston, I pull that trigger right now. If they're offering me Ben Simmons for Harden, I pull that trigger right now. If Harden wants out, that's the best asset you'd ever get back. All right. That's the thing is Brooklyn has nothing to offer them. So if you're Houston, you cannot trade him and get nothing back. You're right. And even their draft picks, like. What are, you, what are those draft picks going to be any good? Like you'd have to, you'd have to do the same thing Oklahoma City did and say, "I want your draft picks, your ones for the next seven years." Yeah, yeah. Like we're like if Harden's not, if Harden's gone in two years, whatever. Houston's a disaster. Like a Houston is like a, a Sacramento in like three four years. Yeah, they're going to be well, like OKC. Stellar. They're going to be OKC. Well, they will be OKC in a couple. Like that's what I mean. Like they're going to have nothing left. The cupboard will be bare. No one's going to want to go there. Yeah, no, yeah, they don't want to go there. Yeah. It's all over in Houston. If yeah, you're yeah. a Houston yeah, Rockets fan, yeah. it's all over. You had your time. You're done. Yeah, yeah. You had your time. Didn't it? Didn't work out. You didn't get a championship like the Raptors did. Yeah, it's all over. They got nothing left. But nope. but the thing is, but if I was that owner, under zero fucking circumstances, would I trade him to Brooklyn where he wants to go? Fuck that. Well, I would go and get the. Unless you want to trade, sure, like I'll trade you. 10, 10 draft picks. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, yeah. It, yeah, it has to be. It would have to be phenomenal. So, yeah. uh, but can you imagine if he does go to the Nets? That's not good for the Raps. It's bad for basketball. It is bad for basketball. You're right, Daniel. It's terrible like, for basketball. Yeah, like, but you know. LeBron, LeBron started this when he went to Miami, right? Like, I don't care. That ruined basketball. Like, you knew they're in the final four straight years. Now, were they going to win? Who knows? But like, it just totally killed the uh, the East. Like, it just yeah, it the just, super team like, concept. Even though yeah. I think there always have been super teams. Like we like, let's, I don't want to talk about side. Then I'll talk about your tangents when you didn't like from last week. Here goes one. <laughs> but let's not remember the Lakers and the Celtics. Those were super teams. Oh, yeah, they were. Super they all teams. had all yeah, famers. Like they were the, dominant but, super teams. The Pistons drafted. The Pistons weren't. The Pistons weren't. The Bulls weren't. Those weren't those weren't super teams. They just they just they 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 had a, one superstar and decent guys around them, but they didn't have three superstars in those teams. No, I agree. The Pistons definitely did not fit that mold for sure. They were the, they were a bit of an outlier. You know, you could argue 
that the second iteration of the Bulls with Pippen, Jordan, and Rodman. Yeah, that's pretty. Those are three like Hall of Famers. Three Hall of they Famers. They brought Rodman in. Yeah, they, they brought Rodman in. But like, like Horace Grant, not as good. But like that was. Those are three Hall of Famers. That, that's a pretty good. That's super team ish. I don't. I don't think they're Hall of Famers, so they don't play with with Jordan. Oh, Pippen would have been. Oof. And Rodman. Yeah, Rodman Pippen. was fucking awesome as a Piston. By the way, his first Pippen six years been. in the league, he was fucking awesome. Still so became a head case. We had to break bread then at the house. So basically, said, "Then you want to come play for the Bulls?" I said. I don't care. Whatever. What's up? Uh, all right. Well, so, uh, but I'm not, I don't feel like we've, I don't, I don't feel good about that hard segment. Like, there's more to talk about there. Uh, but how about this? Let me just finish on this one. I actually think it'd be bad. It's not, it's not a good look for the NBA. I agree with you guys on that. But you know what? I think there's not enough basketball for those three guys. They, I think they'd have a hard time gelling. I think I anybody, really, really I think anybody know. has a hard time gelling with Harden. Like, Harden only patches you the ball. Well, and Kyrie. Yeah. yeah. Only pass the ball. If he, if he can't find a shot, and he kind of gives you a shitty pass, and you got to make your shot with the clock, the clock running out. So I, yeah, I don't think he's, I don't think he, Harden's a good team player at all. Yeah, no. Listen, I don't think that's, I don't think it's a dream scenario. However, there is probably guaranteed of eighty points every game. You walk in the gym, you're down eighty yeah. against <laughs> that team. So yep. that's trouble. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm not. I would not guarantee that team wins a championship by any stretch. I would Durant, still take actually. Uh, I, I take the new Milwaukee over them. Oof, that'd be a great series. Would be, hmm. would be. But like, like who's like who? Who's the best player in the NBA when they're healthy? Like, I got, I got Durant. I think for like, who can just go and make their own shot? Like, who, who can make their own shot and make it? I'll take Durant all day. Achilles, Achilles, Durant. He's healthy. Guy's like six eleven. He pops like. 30 footers and stuff like yeah i'd probably agree with that actually like well, yeah, I, for, yeah if you want somebody to create his own shot yeah durant's the the best at creating yeah. his own shot yeah him and freddie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when he gets stuffed at half court uh, <laughs> he gets blocked. every every take of the basket gets he gets blocked yeah freddie uh all right kitch uh number three number three uh Chris Paul. Chris Paul has decided yeah. to sign. Thirty-five-year-old Chris Paul has decided to sign with the Phoenix Suns. For we got a, traded. He got traded. I've traded for a bag of. I'm going to say weaker players. For a bag of weaker players, I'm not going to say any really uh, stellar players went there. We differentiated on this one. I I like this. Um, I think I think Paul's a great spot-up shooter. I think he can run a decent de- decent offense, and I think he actually frees up some space for Booker now. To, oh, Booker uh, to, to to create more. I think I think Booker could. Um, I don't think he'll win the scoring championship next year, but he's going to average like what do you average this year, guys? Like twenty six, twenty seven, probably. Booker. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was right somewhere around there. Yeah, like, twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, yeah like, 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 like Paul. He's a volume scorer. Yeah, and like like Paul, like remember him in L.A. like with Lob City and stuff, right? Like he was great at that. Then he comes to Houston. He just he just gets people to play great. OKC could have went further in the playoffs. He gets the most out of his team. Than anyone, like I think, I think it's a huge pickup. Not a good long term pickup for them, but uh, Booker's right. Booker's around for a, for a lot longer. I think well, Booker's going to have a great a second. Now. Great Booker year. has got, I think, two years left on his deal. I thought right? they extended him though. I thought they extended. They him. did three years ago. Yeah, yeah I think he's only got two years did. left. Maybe he's got three. He might have, he might be going into his third year of a five year deal. He signed a five year deal, so maybe this is going into three. So he's got. But there are the rumors that he's not happy. Doesn't want to be there. By the way, Chris Paul has never been known to be a great, awesome teammate that everyone wants to hang out with, right? He's not the most affable yeah. 
Uh, and he's going to, is he, the question is I have is, is he happy going there? Not that he would have any say in it. He's got to go wherever they send him, but like he probably wants to compete for a title seeing he's, he's almost 37. Um, <laughs> in two years. Yeah. yeah in two years. <laughs> well, two, years or seven. <laughs> well, um, two years. I'm 50. I'm almost 50. Uh, I, I don't love it. I don't think I don't think it really moves the needle for them. I still think they're at best. They're probably an eight seed, maybe a seven seed if, the, if things oh. go really well. Assuming Houston is Houston. If Houston's not there, they got that's a much better uh, deal for them. But I don't know. It's not for eight games. Then it was eight games in a bubble. It's totally different. Don't get don't well, fall in love. Don't fall in love. With if them. they went zero and eight, you'd be saying they're like the worst team. They're eight no. They're not. They're not. They're not a good team. Like come on, know, eight no. You know the Suns. You know what the Suns are. They're the chick in the bar at 2 a.m. Oh, I'll, I'll garbage hours. Yeah, it's like, I'll take them. You know, it won't be horrible, but it won't, it, you're not going to, you're going to feel great about it in the morning. I'll tell you that throw right the now. Net, throw the net out. Throw the net out. Oh, yeah, no. it's a, that's what the suns are right now. They you are always, just you 2 a.m. You always feel good in the morning. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, if you're still there in the morning, that's a whole other issue. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't love it. I don't love it. Is that anyway, we, we will see in that one. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Be a side bet in that one. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Over under. Those are my three headlines. That's all I got for headlines. And well, I think those were there. the big, I think those were the big NBA stories of the week that now have taken up half hour of the pod of our Brock pop culture uh, well, bump pod. We didn't, we didn't talk about where the rappers are going to play. We'll do that next. Next one, I guess. Well, no, yeah, well we, uh, yeah, listen, we're going to do, I think after the Raptors do everything, we're going to do a full Raptors get ready yeah. for the season. Break and maybe, down. you know what? Maybe that's the one we'll bring Matty D on. Bring my 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 yeah, Dublin for sure. Do it. Oh, do that. Yeah. So and I'm going to throw out one more basketball thing before we get off basketball. If, well, if you, you just guys said have... you're done. You just said you had nothing. No, left. top stories. These aren't top stories. This oh. is just a, this is just something different. So Shannon Sharp, if you listen to his last podcast, so he he had a podcast the, the last episode. Um, he basically ranked. Uh, so um, he was talking with uh, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, I I know it, this story. Thomas ranked the five toughest players that he played against during his career. He ranked Jordan at number five behind Magic, Kareem, Bird, and Irving. And and, it, and he just ripped him. And it wasn't it wasn't just a ranking. He he said he came out and he said he believed that he was dominant against MJ. You know, just head to head. You know, I was dominant over him. Right. You know, when we when our teams met, my record against against him and his team. <laughs> It, it was. It really was a competition there. Sorry. He just wasn't my competition. Um, it, he just head to head. He was dominant over him. That's that's, that's what he said. Sharp. So, so apparently, apparently that's uh, that that that's still a bitter bitter rivalry. So I I grew up a bad boy uh, lover because I was in Windsor, Ontario, and the raps didn't exist then. So I was a, a Detroit Pistons fan, and I lo- Isaiah Thomas was by far my favorite player for the longest long. Like I loved Isaiah. I didn't realize what. A, douche he could be uh but i loved him i loved him as a player he was and he was unbelievable like he was so so good uh and completely underrated but that when i read that this week it was like oh see I said, this is what, like you're just validating everything everything yeah. jordan said about you in last yeah. dance and that you're this asshole it's like you've now just validated all of it. like that's just crazy talk when he said first of all he's like he wasn't my competition of course, he was your competition. Yeah. You had to go. You had to go through him to get to your uh, three uh, NBA Finals. Like it was as much your, you know, he was your competition. You were his competition. Whatever. Uh, but then when he ranked them, and, I, yeah. and Jordan was fifth. Like yeah. fuck off. Like and that was, was that Did was horrible. Kareem? Did you have Kareem, Kareem in there? 
Yeah. Yep. It's, yep. A, yep. it's a fucking center. We had Dr. J in there. He had Dr. J in there. Their crossover was like five years before Dr. J was out of there. But how is Kareem's a center? How is that? Like, I know. It, well, I said toughest players ever played. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, toughest it, players. Well, Kareem knows like karate and stuff. He's a black belt, but doesn't mean he's the toughest player. I think we've realized why he was left off the USA Olympic team. I think, like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like, that was yeah, very yeah. obvious. Yeah. But he, like, here's the problem. He goes out and says that and then like pats himself on the back, leaving the studio or leaving the, the Zoom call going, yeah, yeah, that was a great, like, and then the rest of the world's going, oh, what you fucking, I, I, if I'm NBA TV, I immediately rescind his contract and go, well, obviously, clearly you don't know the game, Isaiah, so I can't have you on there <laughs> if you're ranking Jordan fifth in anything. <laughs> if you rank Jordan fifth in anything, you cannot be on TV talking about basketball. <laughs> yeah, terrible. That was awful. That, that one. That one's as a bad boy. That stung me. That one stung me. <laughs> Idiot. All right. Well, thank Idiot. you for bringing that up. Catch that was that was a nice segue to uh, our our NFL storylines. So the first big one is Breeze. Drew Breeze, broken. I don't know seventy five ribs. Broken body. Yeah, broken, broken body. body. Could his body's could, on our could and I think punctured the lung too, didn't it? Did one of the punctured lung? Like, like yeah. seven broken ribs and a punctured lung. Yeah. And, st- and then stood on the sidelines for the, the second half. Yeah. He, yeah. he played for a bit, too. He actually played with it, they, they said, for a but bit. That, but do you see uh, – what's his face? Who's the uh, coach? Um, what's, his, what's the coach? Sean Payton. Payton. Sean Payton. He said that's the first time in, in however many years they've been together where he's ever said to him, I can't go in. Like the number of times they've known he was hurt, and they said, you're not, you're, you're done. You're not. Yeah. He's like, that's the first time where, where Breeze came up and said, I'm done. I can't. So I, 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 he's he's tapped dead. out. Yeah, Breeze, Breeze tapped out. He's tapped out, so you could be That's over the season. You could be over the season. So, do the Hello? do the do the, do the Saints win the win the uh, win this the NFC without uh, with Winston? Do they get the, do they get the playoffs with Winston? Well, I'll tell you what makes me feel better about my Tampa Bay getting the Super Bowl bets. I tell you that right, oh, right now. That's good That's good a division much better scenario. Much better scenario. So, but he may not be out for the season either. He may only be out four or five weeks. Who knows? Really? I don't know. That's what they said. I don't know. Fuck, who knows? I don't know. They're, and they're seven and two, so they're probably so they they have to get they have to get lapped by a five and five Chicago or a four and six or, or a four and four and five mini or Detroit to get to oh, get. They're making the, the playoffs for sure. Why wow. how bad Jameis is? <laughs> he was pretty can bad. I tell you, by the way, can I tell you, Jameis Jameis will be on my one and eight fantasy team this week. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I get the first pick in the in the uh, waiver. Jameis. Jameis. Wow. And Lamar. Lamar's on the block. Lamar's on the block. Oh, Lamar's finally! Terrible. He's <laughs> finally. so bad. So bad. MVP. Come on, dude. Come on, soon. Come on. Second, second one. Second one is Arizona. so you trade, you trade for DeAndre Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, so we can ah. win game, so we can win games for you. Well, oh. shotgun. Murray out of the pocket. Seven seconds. Six seconds. Murray hits it downfield. That was incredible to watch. That was a great catch. Like talk that was about unbelievable catch. Talk about strong how how strong his hands must be, and the fact he was he was within he was like mauled by three other guys, and yeah. he could he could time that to be exactly the right time where all the other ones were a little bit off in timing, and not much off, just a little bit off. 
come down with the ball. That was, that was, that was that, yeah, that, I mean, that's like, that never ever happens. Like that was incredible. <laughs> you see the pill, the bills players after we, they could not believe they were part of that play. Did you yeah. see their reaction? That was awesome. Only yeah. happened to bills. Yeah. Only on the bills for sure. Only the bills. Uh, you know what? That's by the way, all of a sudden that doesn't help me with my bills to win the AFC East. And here comes Miami and they lose that game. I thought that's a massive loss for the, for the bills, <laughs> oh. but that, but let's not forget Murray's uh, ability. Murray. Make, I mean, to make that play, make that throw. He's kind of like throwing across his body, short oh, side of the field. Had to avoid a guy. A guy was about to kill him, and he somehow yeah. gets away and then flicks it up. Like that, Boys. he's he's pretty good. He's the real deal. Boys, is Murray MVP right now? Come on. So that's uh, all the chatter right now. I don't yeah. know if I would bet that, but I, I'll tell you what. I would I like to change. After seeing that, I would like to change. I, I think I would take Murray over. Uh, Joe Burrow first in my, my which quarterback do you want in the future? I'll take Murray now. Burrow's number two. Uh, yeah, I mean, like that was the thing. They were talking about the Simmons podcast. Like Mahomes' stats right now, 25 touchdowns, one interception. Jesus. He's probably going to go throw 40 touchdowns and probably have two intercept or three interceptions. Like it's going to be, and they win the division. They have the best record in the league. I think it's probably Mahomes is to lose yeah. right now, but Murray's yeah. getting a lot of press for it. And by the way, what are they? Six and three? Like they could easily be a ten and six team. Best yeah. case scenario. Yeah, but you, you take them off. You you take them off that team though. But what's their record? Right. Well, you could say the same. Six and ten. Yeah, the same. The yeah. same with Mahomes. You take Mahomes yeah. off that team. Where's Where's Kansas City? Right. And, got, but you know what? That's the whole problem. Like who yeah, has I, more weapons? I don't know. Well, Arizona's pretty solid. Yeah, but I yeah. I think I take KC's wide receivers over Arizona. I think. DeAndre, you got DeAndre. Oh, don't tell the hop that. The hop won't like to hear that. If listening. If, DeAndre, if you're listening, I wouldn't me, say that. I'd take every time you if you're listening. If you're listening. If you're listening, I would take Larry Fitzgerald. Take Hopkins over Tyreek Hill. Fitzgerald is uh, 37, according to Bert. So. <laughs> yeah. Pitsy? And who, who, wins the, who, wins the NFC, who wins the NFC West now? So you got Seattle, Rams, and Arizona. They're all six and three. Jesus. Well, I can I, use the Rams. I have a I have a fairly sizable wager that says the Rams will win. So I have the Rams. That means I, the Rams won't win. <laughs> after, after week five, I remember I bet the Rams to win the NFC at eight to one and the Super Bowl at twenty to one. And I kind of wrote that off because they went to a slump and now they're back up there. All right, that one's back in play. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, they're right after that. Because what is it? Six three, six three, six three. Are they all six all, and three? All six three. Yeah. Now, the, now the difference Oof. being there, which is, and I think this is a, a good bet if you if you can find the angle on it, is so the Seahawks. The Seahawks still have to play three NFC East teams and the Jets. Oh, so three NFCs where the the Rams have played all their NFC NFC East mm. teams. They're done with the NFC East. Zona's got two NFC East teams, no Jets. So they've they've got two. So I so Seattle's definitely got the yeah. easiest schedule out of the, uh, yeah. out of the three teams. Yeah, you know what that? So can I just say congratulations? Like that's good data points. Those are Kitch. real data points that you well can done, validate Kitch. a thought with. You just validate a reasonable angle. Like that's the way you do it. That is the <laughs> way you do it. You don't just go, hey, I think there's been a lot of scoring this year. You oh, gotta, you validate it. 41 episodes, I got it. <laughs> yeah, you're here. You finally figured it out. This is what people like. They want to know that we know what we're talking about. That means now you know what you're talking about. That's big. <laughs> Marina. Is it Marina in Calgary? <laughs> Marina. Oh, yeah. Ma- Martina. 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 Martina in Calgary. She's going to love that shit. Right? <laughs> this will get her telling her girlfriends about the pod, for sure. <laughs> All right. And the la- uh, last one that, that I, I sort of... Actually- well, can we just... Before we leave that game, can we just talk about the betting angle on that game? What game? 
Oh, fucking Arizona game. The extra point. The extra, extra point. point. But you know what? I must admit. So as I'm as I'm watching it on my phone, go back and forth. Because I I had a four gamer, and that was the last of my four gamers. And I and like at one stage, I, just, I look at the scores. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I've got it. Like I really like said to it. Like I. And the next thing you know, Buffalo's up four. I'm like, what has happened here? I thought, and then I see them go up two. I'm like, oh, they just scored a touchdown. This will be awesome. And then I'm like, I'm refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Where's the great commercial. Point? Yeah. Where's commercial. the extra? I'm like, yeah. Did someone get hurt? Like, I'm trying to figure it out because I can't, I can't watch. And then, and then I'm like, oh, I see final. I'm like, oh my God, they went for two. But what they did with two seven, it was absolutely the right play. Yep. You don't want to risk kicking a field goal in case they block it, pick it up, and go the other way. I mean, the, the, I mean, the odds are almost astronomical against that ever happening, but that yeah. is technically the absolute right play to do, which shocks me <laughs> that what's his face? The college coach figured out how to do that. But of course, it didn't shock me that that was on my four gamer. <laughs> didn't shock me at all. But un, like the betting, so you imagine in pre COVID, can you imagine being in Vegas for that pre COVID? The place would have been going. The range happy. of emotions. I was happy. The range of emotions would have been. I don't know. Yeah, awesome. that would have been, been awesome. I was imagine when to... they score the touchdown. When they score the touchdown, the place would have gone oh. absolutely bonkers, oh. and then they would have been throwing their shit at the screens <laughs> when they see that they take a knee on the two point conversion. <laughs> I yeah. Uh... I, uh, the ills of I, 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 one year cash flow now. So I was, they were happy, it was happy that you paid me now because I actually had the over and had written that off because oh. I needed two touchdowns, two touchdowns in the game. I got 11 that seconds. The ball oh black touchdown and then the Hail Mary. I'm like, oh my God, I won that over. That was, that was, yeah. that's, that's a backdoor. That's a backdoor yeah, win. That's a backdoor win. It's a 2 a.m., 2 a.m. win. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about the rain? How about the rain at the Patriots game? Have you ever seen a game ever? exist in rain that heavy at the end of that game well <laughs> i can only listen to the rain on sirius uh xm radio because i was driving back from a tennis tournament all weekend so i didn't get to see it but you that's all they talked about on the radio oh, it was how awful. much the rain was coming down <laughs> yeah that was, that was crazy so that was that was crazy which probably helped the patriots in that game and yeah oh and, my uh, god and, the, the patriots for whatever reason if there's really shitty weather they, they win always the win they always, <laughs> they win. always always win i wish i'd known that <laughs> I really wish I'd known that. Now, this tennis tournament cost me a small fortune this weekend. I'm never taking those kids away again. All right, that's uh, all. I got. Yeah, that's all I got for headlights. That's all I got. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring up the uh, Antonio Brown wrecking a security guard and and no. And, let's wait to see how that plays out. But I, uh, my guess is he's off the Bucks within the next three weeks. Yeah. I cannot imagine he's there for the playoff roster. And nor should he be. The guy is a fucking head case. Bar. No, that's horrible. That is horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, but I can I just say too that if there ever was a year to expand the playoffs, this is going to be a good one. Like think about the NFC West. Those three teams, those six and three teams, they're all going to get in. Oh yeah, which makes it that much better. So it's almost it almost devalues the um, especially with no fans. It almost devalues winning winning division. But who cares? Whatever. Like it's still like it. It is going to be good. It's going to be good in the AFC with. Uh, now Miami and Buffalo probably getting in. Like, it's just it's it, this is as wide open. Even though I, I I do think KC, you have a hard time betting against KC, but I I don't think they're an automatic lock. No, Pittsburgh doesn't scare anybody at nine and zero, uh, for sure they don't. However, uh, I still think they're pretty good. But this is yeah, I think we're as wide open as you can ever be. So this is the time to be placing NFL futures. I want to get ahead of ourselves, but this is the time you place NFL futures. When it's this wide open, you get, there is good value out there. 
Yeah, we picked them last week. We picked some. We picked some last week. Did we? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I had the Bales. You had uh, you had the Rams. I think. No, no, you had Minnesota. Minnesota was your uh, twenty-eight to one. Yeah, big win. Oh, I win on Monday night. I had Minnesota. I had Minnesota. You guys both had Minnesota. I think. Can we? Uh, can we just? I said it first. I said it first. <laughs> you did well, say it first. Well, I don't know you if you, well, you went first. He did. That's yeah. right. asked first. Well, if, if you if you yeah. go first, you say it first. Yeah. What okay. does it mean? It doesn't mean I piggybacked on it. We can have the same thought with it. Like, no, well, you know. Now, do I need to send you guys notes before we come on saying here's what I'm going to talk about? <laughs> I also, I also, <laughs> you're not that prepared. Uh, There's no way you're that prepared. No, I, I also jinxed Tennessee. I picked Tennessee too. You did. Oh. To, you know what? The number of times you said last week what a good team they were. No, oh, oh my oh god. god. Yeah. yeah, but we did. We yeah. did. Funny the guy doesn't watch NFL has no idea who. A good I, team I don't is. watch it. No, I don't watch. We it. did pick Miami too, Bart. You and I t- took Miami on the on the AFC. I know. So I do it. like it. But listen, go back to like my early pop where I said Miami to win the AFC. It not. Oh god, I should have bet that. Um, <laughs> so, but let's just talk about the Monday night game. Speaking of costing me money, so here's my problem, and this should really should be what drives me crazy or any of the business. But I'm just going to bring it up. So I'd bet the um, the Vikings to win the first half minus minus two and a half, right? So it's seven three. They've got the ball, okay. With a minute left, they've got the fucking football. They're marching. They're going to score. Worst case, they're going to kick a field goal. Then throws it right to Thielen, who's like a great receiver. Bobbles it, interception, whatever. They go down. And you just know it's now. I know it's coming, right? Because it's me. I've bet it. I know it's coming. There's going to be a, not even, I wasn't worried about a touchdown. I should have bet the next drive will be a field goal because that's exactly what was going to fucking happen. So they kick the field goal at 7 6. I'm underwater right now. But then there's 49 seconds and they've got two timeouts. Minnesota has two timeouts with 49 seconds. What do they do? They run dive right with Cook. He gets killed. Yeah. And then they huddle up. And they yeah. just, you see him in the huddle going, yeah, I'm not going to. And they, and they did nothing. They, like, they run it out. They, they run it. They, but you cannot win in the NFL, if that's your strategy, you cannot do it, but they, they did. They win. knew they, they did win. They knew Chicago wasn't going to score a touchdown on them. So no, but I know, but that's, the, they would have done that. If that was Kansas city, they would have done the exact same thing. It that you cannot, if you don't trust, now all that means is you don't trust your quarterback. You cannot win. If that is your flight with 49 seconds and two timeouts, you should be taking the ball and trying to score regardless of how I bet you, you should be trying to move that ball down the field and kick a field goal. You should. You should think well, I can go 40 yards with two timeouts. You, and what if you don't really trust your quarterback and you want your defense to win it for you? Yeah. Well, then I'm saying you're in the wrong business. <laughs> what? Your gambling business? Or, or like, <laughs> no, you should, you, you should not be a coach in the NFL and you should that's, not. And whoever your scout enough. team, like you get a, get a different quarterback. Don't pay that quarterback hundred million bucks. We said if you pay a quarterback hundred million bucks to be your franchise quarterback, guess what? Trust him to go down the field and kick a field goal with 49 Carter, seconds, two timeouts. We've said there's only 10 good quarterbacks in the league, so these can't go pick up a new quarterback. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, they don't exist. That's, that's a unicorn. Jameis, they could have Jameis. That's they a unicorn. Jameis, a new good quarterback. Jameis, I, know. I, listen, I know, but it's not the point. My point is you cannot do You cannot do that and think you're uh, 28 to 1, Deno. They should be 280 to 1 if that's their philosophy. They cannot <laughs> win. I'm off Minnesota, by the way. <laughs> You saw like Mike Singletary. I can't, can't beat them. Can't win with them. Can't I want winners. I want winners. I want winners. I want halftime covers. All right. We're done with the NFL. Let's move on to uh, the Masters. The Masters. The big weekend of golf. The November Masters. Uh, the Kitsch. Kitsch big weekend. We really, we really, this, is, this should be known as the Kitchen Masters. Yes. <laughs> DJ Baby. DJ Baby paying nine to one odds. Uh, put a fairly sizable wager on that. So it was a nice payday to help offset my losses to the NFL once again. 
Um, so DJ last seven tourneys, last seven tournaments, he's got three firsts, three seconds, and one sixth. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Well, I'll tell you what, every week he's got the first when it comes to wives. He wins that battle every week. <laughs> Maybe. Canadian content. Canadian content. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I do. I want to give kudos to Bart a bit. Bart did have DJ in his top five and top 10. And he also had Rory as top five and 10, top 10. Ooh, he's stuck Boom. in there. Stuck and and in then there. he had Bryson, who was not anywhere to be seen in those three. No, but two out of three. So Bart's, Bart's $300 would have paid him about a $375 profit. So yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. Not so horrible. So he was not You're lying. Welcome. He was not lying. He said that's cash flow coming in. You're welcome. But my three hundred dollars would have paid you twenty seven hundred dollars. So mine was a little bit more profitable. <laughs> I like kitchen press. Far riskier. Much riskier. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm about I'm about preserving capital. Oh yeah. I thought, those what, about, what, what about your GoFundMe page? I thought you're. I thought you liked, well, you're, not far off. It's coming. <laughs> It's definitely coming. Uh, I know, but listen, what did uh, Deno? What were your thoughts? Did, did you get to watch much of the Masters? Yeah, a lot. lot of your house. So, what'd you think of the whole setup? No fans, and the course clearly playing easier. Oh. Yeah, it was. It was so, like, especially Thursday. The guys going after these pins that that people just don't go after those pins, right? So, uh, the first groups out on Thursday were going low in that front nine. It's like, wow, is this is this the Masters, right? Because people. You don't usually go low. Um, I think uh, Sunday was probably the, the the toughest round, guys. I think that was the kind of condition. Yeah, it, was, it started yeah. to dry out. It started to dry out a little bit yeah. Friday by Sunday, and the wind picked up a little bit. But first three days, it was wet and no wind. Yeah. These guys are just killing it. Yeah, so um, you almost had to go against your strategy, right? You got you got to go for go for the pin. You got to you know you get you got to go low. We're usually like what what usually wins the, the record used to be minus fifteen. Well, nineteen. Tiger at nineteen. Tiger was nineteen. Was the previous record? The previous winners, record. winners usually. Yeah, but that was ten. Winners ten. Yeah. One off. Yeah, no, there were yeah. somewhere between ten to twelve. Right. It was a pretty. Yeah. But all the. Do you know the uh, over under? I I couldn't get. A, I never saw it on Bet three sixty five. But the over under for players under par for the tournament was thirteen and a half. Wow. I think oh. they had twenty eight. Yeah. I think twenty eight oh. players were under par. That was, oh, that was yeah. an easy dubs. Easy and, dubs. And they, and, and they even they even tricked it up because we I was down and I was texting you was saying we bet down and I actually bet the and I bet the hole in one to happen. And they never yeah, put, they never put the pin in that in that lower bowl in sixteen. Like no, they, they didn't go Sunday yeah. pin placement. That hurt Sunday, no. So they tried they tried to because they were getting annihilated. They tried to trick it up a bit on Sunday and make the pins a little tougher than so you didn't have that old then the swale yeah. and the excitement. And I guess without fans, it's not as like the fans would have been cheering on it, cheering the ball going in yeah. took the fans away put the pins tougher try to trick it up a bit so people don't annihilate the course record i guess yeah i felt um, I, I felt on sunday it's just too bad there wasn't like more of an established player that was like in fourth or fifth it just seemed like he had such a big lead and all these young young guys with not the major experience like if rory could have been just like four like four or five back or or that i think it would have made for an interesting back nine but again like like all, all you want for a major is that back nine. You got like four or five guys that still have a a chance. It felt like it was over after like hole eight. Now when you got, like, well, you got DJ done. at nine to one, Daniel. When you got DJ at nine to one, you do not want yeah, cruise control. Oh, you cruise control. I engaged him. Like I, I engaged him. I, I did some dumb bets right yeah. on on DJ big and negative. stuff. But, but you still want to, yeah, minus two. Yeah, that was a big night. But you know what? We should probably but, run. We should probably get our kid from Waterloo to run that stat too. But like. When you in game the leader, the in game leader in golf, I bet you that works out more often than not. Yeah, but like my, minus two fifty, and you gotta. I actually should have waited one more hole. So my my philosophy is always 
do the bet after something bad happens. So like in football, when, you're, when a team gets scored against, I actually bet on the team gets scored against because everyone thinks the other team's going to keep scoring. I was trying to bet after a bogey. So I waited for his first bogey. I bet it. And then he bogeys the next hole, right? You yeah. probably could have got it at minus maybe 175 or something like that. Been a little nervous. He's only up by yeah. one. You've been like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? But to Deno's point, not necessarily because the, the guy's chasing him, right? They probably weren't going to scare anybody and they weren't going to know what to do. Yeah, Cameron's exactly. Smith, right? Cameron's, Cameron's yeah, Smith. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> answer? No, yeah. boy answer? Yeah. Answer, answer. I had no answer. <laughs> he had no answers no on answer. Sunday. He went the wrong way. Did they say DJ broke a record for um, the least amount of bogeys in a Masters ever? Was it was it four or five or something like that? Oh, did he? I didn't see that. Yeah. Did he? Well, it makes yeah. sense. But oh my god, like, his driver! He was like what eighty? He was like one time eighty three percent driving accuracy. Like what the heck's that? Like, I guarantee it wedges. Like what's going on? Here? I guarantee you they had the most uh, eagles ever on number two. Oh. That par five is legit yeah, like five, five seventy five, yeah, and yeah. they were destroying it because the greens were so soft. DJ right? had a six iron. DeChambeau had a nine iron in I second know. shot. Well, he was taking it right over that corner. I mean, he was playing like it was four seventy five, not five seventy five. It was unbelievable. Like, yeah. of course, we should talk about that briefly. De- DeChambeau, bit of a bust for all the hype. It was a bit yeah. of a bust. So over here, where uh, we saw Bryson play at number three, they're looking for his ball still. It, it, right, should it should be, be on this line. It should right be here. literally right yeah. here. Yeah. 15 yards left it of the cut line. Heard something hit right here. It should be right in this. We've got about 30 seconds left. So, so you're saying if we can't find it, it's a lost ball? Was that, that's, that's too much. Was, was that round, the, the second round when he threw that tee shot into the left rough and they couldn't mm-hmm. find the ball? They yeah, could, that's ridiculous. Couldn't find the ball. It was not out of bounds. It was in his left oh, rough. No, it was, it was right there. Was you saw fine. like the camera saw it go in. Here's what I don't get. They were looking 30 yards from where the ball actually was. Why aren't the TV guys going? No, no, you, you guys are way off. Like they should yeah. be able to help them at that stage. It makes yeah. no sense not to. Yeah, and and, and based on the based on how wet the course is, how can you not play it as a plug? Like that's a plugged ball. That's an obvious well, plug. Ball. Ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you have to I think you have to identify it. You have to be able to you have to identify your ball. You can't just go it was plugged. I I do all the time. All my balls are plugged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plug. Yeah, I hit it. I hit it twenty years old. Bounce that one plugged. Welcome, welcome to the average golfer's world where we don't have fifty thousand fans watching your, where your ball goes every time. This is what you have to play like. Yeah, yeah exactly. If he, had, if he had fans, they would have found his ball. So that's, oh, for that's, sure they would have. Yeah. And how about this? Hit it straight. Maybe hit iron. Maybe hit a three iron. Hit that two sixty. See, see, Bert. How how I play is can't find the ball. That's fine. Pull it up on the fringe. <laughs> right, pull up the fringe. Chip pot bogey, you're done. You know right, what? these guys go back and well. see. <laughs> you do well with the Hilton Head crew. Exactly. Other handicaps stay so low here. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, and they do that. They don't even count the stroke. Oh yeah, yeah we just found yeah. it. Yeah, it's fine. My it's my my dad always says, "Oh, the game's tough enough. Just fluff it up over there." <laughs> Love that pocket that's ball. True. Actually, that's, yeah, actually, that's true. The game is tough enough. It is tough enough. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, listen. I uh, from what I saw, and I I did most of my watching Thursday, Friday. It still kind of felt like the Masters to me. The course was definitely a little bit easier, but I I liked it, and I just kind of think it's weird that we're going to have it again in five months. Yeah, yeah. Masters is it's right back at the us. Next, it's the next major, isn't it? The it's last the and next major. Yeah, yeah. That's right. that, I I dare say in our lifetime, we will never be in a situation where the Masters is the last Masters of the year and then the first Masters of the year ever again. I, I sure as hell hope so. I sure as <laughs> hell be right on that. Or we got another pandemic. <laughs> So we're at the Deno Trivia. Deno, yeah. Yeah. This is, it's your time. It's your uh, weekly chance to I'm ready. just amaze us with your uh, with your trivia knowledge. 
Okay, so another contest between uh, Kitchen Bart here. Oh, jeez. I think, uh, I don't know who I'm going to take here, but there's a couple questions. Do not, do not mention any names. I just want numbers for the first part. Okay, so in tribute to the NBA draft that is happening Wednesday, I did some research. Since, ni- since 1989, the draft actually went to two rounds. How many, Bart, how many, a number, Canadians have been drafted since 1989. Oh my god! Don't 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 say names. Just give me numbers. How many? 1989. Another summer. Uh, it's 31 years ago. Do you know that's anyone named that song? <laughs> no, no, I did. I did. Oh my god! It was a, oh my god! Fight the power! Fight the power! Fight the power! Focus! Focus uh, on trivia. Wow, Canadians, okay. come on! How many years is that? Now that's thirty-one 30, years. Thirty-one years. Thirty-one yeah. years. Thirty-one yeah. years of Canadians being drafted. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with thirty-one. Okay. I'm gonna go Kids. with uh, forty-five. That's way uh, too high. Bart barely won. The answer Boom. is thirty-one. Boom! Oh, oh, oh. Boom! How the, how the, nice okay. catch. Oh, why can't you I, like that? I should have said 31. I, should, I, I, I got in his head. Okay. So how many, you guys look at this one. How many kids? Well, hang on a second. Let me just go back. Let me dissect my 31 answer. Like that was not just a random. Well, he's good. I, second, I did the second part is going to be. There's, so there's more. There's more. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So next, next question. How many Canadians have been drafted? Number one. If you don't get this, you're both fired. Well, it's only, I think there's only one. Bennett. Okay. But let me just double it now that you say it like that. Wiggins, Kitch. was he number one? Number, number, one, number one. Wiggins number one. Number one two. overall. Wiggins was one, wasn't he? Two. I'm oh. going two. 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 The, answer. the answer, the answer is two. The answer Boom. is two. I went again. <laughs> Boom. I went again. Okay. I didn't get the answer. I didn't get the answer. That was okay. up there. That was you, up there. you had no idea. <laughs> so now we're gonna go back and forth just quickly. Oh fuck. Name. Wow. Besides, besides those two number one picks, it's a whole other pod. Don't you name a Canadian? Kitch, you're on the clock. Name another Canadian that's been drafted with besides the two number ones. Nash. Go. Okay, that's good. Bart. Murray. Yep. Thompson. Yep. <laughs> I gotta think about this. Uh, is it? Oh, uh, Kelly Olnick. How's it going? How's it going? Yep. That's what I was going to become. Uh, when I stare the kid out of. Uh... Someone playing for the Knicks. Play the Knicks, right? Now. The Knicks. Oh, right yeah. Dookie. Dookie. Third Stab overall. All time greatest Canadian basketball players, Canadian national team players. We had, we had six guys drafted last year. Can you believe that? Six. No. Barrett. RJ. Barrett. Yeah. RJ. Yep. yep. Uh, how about uh, he's playing? Ooh, I got, I got traded. another one actually. I got another yeah. one. He's what? He got traded to uh, OKC. Oh, uh, Shea Gilders. Yep. yep. Boom. How about, How about Chris Boucher? <laughs> Bobby, he wasn't drafted. Oh, he wasn't drafted. He wasn't drafted. Oh, that free agent. That's good. That, that should eliminate that. That we should have that. That's, that's an illegal answer. That's an illegal answer. He loses by having right, the, Corey, uh, Joseph. Corey Joseph. Oh, Corey Joseph. Corey Joseph was drafted. He was drafted. Yes. He was right. drafted. Okay. Did, did someone say Jamal Murray? I hope so. I did. I said Murray. This was my okay. first answer. Good. Yeah. Okay. How about, guys, 1991? 
Sexy Ricky Fox, 1991. Oh, yeah, Ricky. Ricky, Fox. Ricky Fox. Yeah, Ricky Fox. Vanessa, and, Vanessa's husband. And last question. Steve Nash was drafted first round. What uh, what pick? I know it's in the I know it's in the teens. I do know yep. it's in the teens. Uh yep. I'm gonna say sixteen. I think it's thirteen, but I'm gonna say sixteen. Kitch. I'll say thirteen. Bart wins again, fifteen. The big sweep by Bart. Right there. Right there. Bart, you're on fire oh, again. Shit. Listen. I can't remember last week. I, I, I breathe the game. I breathe the game. I mean that's <laughs> That's why I started I should, this damn pod. Okay, next time I'm going to give Kitch a one-hour heads up of what the topic is. Yeah, so can, yeah. give me the answers. Let's see if you remember the answers. I might give me the answers and see if you can remember an hour later. No answers, no answers, not just a chance, Not a chance, not a chance, remember. So there right, you go. Thank you, John. That was, that was well done. That was well done. All right, listen, back our gamble. we got to fire through it. Back our gambling, we had a uh, tough week for Bart and Kitch. Uh, both went one and two. I go one and two. I don't remember. I knew I had the. I knew I had my. Well, except my twenty five thousand star lock play of the year. Las Vegas. He lost yeah, that should count for something. Yeah. Your, your Arizona minus two and a half did not did not come in. Oh, oh fuck! I forgot about that on the pod too. <laughs> and uh, so one and two for one and two for Bart puts him at fourteen and sixteen forty seven percent. What was my other loser? What was my other loser? I don't remember. Tennessee. Minus Tennessee over Indy minus two. You listen to Dano. You listen to Dano. He, he got your head. I did. So Kitch is at 47, 43%. Uh, Bart's at 47%. Dano goes two and one. Two and one. A good week for him. It just squeaks under in the, the new Ooh. New England Baltimore monsoon. Gets oh, out of oh, oh. that one. And uh, gets half a point under the Jets Philly game. So, yeah, he's a, he's a, oh, that was he's, ugly. a he's a two and one with a 15, 14 and one record. 52 percent so uh definitely leading leading the charge there in the uh we can't beat him but we sure can cover category close i was close uh dano uh who is a lot so bart had new england over baltimore new england won, so it's a half Ooh, dano had point. san fran over oh. new orleans plus nine and a half they lost by 14 that was it oh. itch had jacksonville over green bay plus 13 and a half they will they lost by four kitch gets the oh. full point Kitch's oh, up to I've five heard. in that one. Denno's at three and a half. Bart's at two and a half. Kitch's got a runaway lead in that one. That's over. So, Kitch, who'd you have? I was I wasn't listening. <laughs> I I had Jacksonville over Green Bay, oh, plus thirteen god. and a half. Oh my god, that was easy. That's free money. <laughs> free money. They scared me for a while. Um, yeah, they did. They did me too. <laughs> all right, well, let's get on to our picks then. All right. Oh, I better write these down, don't I? This week's picks. Who's uh, Denno's your lead? You're leading. You lead. you under, under, under. Under, under, under. You know what? I don't like the unders this week, boys. I don't like the unders this week. Oh, really? Because it's the yeah, highest scoring year ever. You don't like the unders all of a sudden? Come on. I'm beating you, boys. Um, but I got some, uh, you know, did a bit of research. I like the Atlanta Falcons to cover um, oh, over New Orleans. Too. The line's at, wow, line's at five now. Well, there goes Open my pick. Up. All right. You're actually, you're actually picking a game? You're picking a game, Nettle? Yeah, I'm, I'm picking two games. Um, and I, I know my, my buddy Joe McCullough is going to kill me on this. I love KC over Las Vegas. I don't care if it's six and a half. That's off. So there's four games off the board. No, no, I no. see. It's on the board. Oh, it's I back see. It's on the board. Yeah, okay. six yeah. and a half. Six yeah. and a half. It's on the board. All right. Six, yeah. six and a half. Okay. And then I got the, um, I'm always going to do this, Jets, 
Jets and the under. I haven't even checked what the under is. It's 47. No, I'm sure what it is. 47. 47. 47. They don't score, so I'm going to take Who are they playing? Who are they playing? Do you even know? LAC, the LA Clippers. Or the San, Diego, San Diego Powder Blue Chargers. <laughs> Chargers at 47. All right. Bart, uh, you were second last. You are second. You're, I'm, you're in second place. What? I think I am in second last, too, actually. You are. So yeah. You I'm are. Second last and second. How's that possible? <laughs> uh, all right. So, Daniel, you did take my. I was, gonna, I was going to take. But see, I do so much research on this. Like I said, the thing is, it's actually, I am a degenerate. Like the first thing I'm doing, like it's Sunday night before I go to bed, I'm checking the lines for next week. <laughs> I love it. I do, I do, I do love it. Uh, so I'm not taking the Falcons because I got to catch Deno. So, but I have, there's so many that I love this week. Uh, first one is going to be the Miami Dolphins, football Dolphins, minus three oh. and a half in Denver. Yeah. Oh. Listen, I'm on the board. Is that game no, exactly on the board too? I didn't hear that one either. Yeah. It's three and a half, three and a half. Um, it, and by the way, it should be 10 and a half. I'm not sure Drew Locke's playing. Miami is for real. And the thing is, Vegas doesn't believe it yet, right? Like it's one of those things where they're not really sure. This is free. This is free money. This is not 25,000 star lock play of the, of the year, but it's like, it's like a 12,000 star lock. So just, can you believe, can you believe Denver opened as the favorite? In that game? Like how no, that that's happen? what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like they've like they've missed this. They've they're mi- Vegas is missing on on the Dolphins right now. Wow. I, I am. You know what? I'm going to put money on them to win something in the AFC. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to put something. Uh, I'm def- Then I'm taking. The, I'm all over the Chargers. The Chargers minus eight and a half over the Jets. Love, love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Jets are rested. They usually finish, they usually finish games well. So yeah, you're good. Uh, Jets are rested. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> they're all nine. They're gonna put. A, they're gonna suit up a full team. Uh, so I do, I do love. I love those first two plays actually. And then my God, it, there's so many other ones that I like. But uh, I'm going to stick with the Minnesota Vikings, even though I'm not gonna bet them at halftime. But I do love the Vikings minus Dallas. It's just Dallas. It's over for Dallas. It's over. So I love the Vikings minus what seven? Minus seven. They're a touchdown. How is that only a touchdown? Because yeah, Andy the, Dalton's coming back. Because the Minnesota the Red Rocket. The Minnesota Vikings don't don't try to win. Remember, they don't throw it's the true. ball. They don't, that, they don't like to they don't they don't score touchdowns. That line opened at nine and a half. Kimbo, he left. That's ridiculous. They're good. Like I think Minnesota still is pretty good, but and at home, all the money's going to Yeah, I know. That's why I definitely like it. If, all, if right. the betting public is going one way, I'll go the other. Yeah, true, smart. Oh, I'm going to do that with my first pick, actually. So I'm going to take a th- little Thursday night action. I'm, I'm going to take Seattle, Arizona. Under 58. 58 that's, is a lot. I have it at 57 and a half. I see it at 57 a lot. and a half. All right. Under 57 and a half. It's a lot I of points. A lot of, a lot of good things I've That's happened. a shitload of points in the NFL. Whoa. Like, you need perfection. You're now pricing in perfection. It's a lot yeah, of touchdowns. Yeah. I like that. Inter- interconference game, I think they played you a little tougher. So, yeah, I don't think that goes over. So, that's my under there. I got... Uh, Kitch. I, I got... Under. I got Cleveland. I got Whoa. Cleveland over Philly. Oh. I believe it's minus three. I guess that minus three on that one. Uh, three. Yeah, it is three. yeah. I do my, actually. My, I like that one too, Kitch. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good call. I should. Like, I should have jumped on that. I like both of mine. All right. And then the, my last one. That's uh, not good, Kitch. Kitch, it's not good. Daniel, <laughs> can you like mine? You seem to be more more successful here. No. My, last, my last one is Green Bay. I'm going to take Green Bay plus Green Bay you plus. I do. I like that too. Green Bay plus two. Is it Green Bay plus two? Is that the other? What two happened? And that one? Two and a half now. It's going the other way. It's even better for you, Kitch. Two and a half. Two and a half over Indy. I've wow. never seen lines move this before. 
Like Green, Green Bay was feared by two and a half. Now they're dogs by two and a half. I think there's a lot of COVID things happening. Out there. Oh, must be. Oh That's my god. Well, Green Bay has not been great on the road the last couple of games either. So, like, there is there is that. But opening uh, like that's a big. That's but a I do like listen. Point. I I don't know how you bet Indy, so I, I I do like I listen. Kitch, I like I I'd like to change mine to all three of yours. Kitch will go zero and three. I guarantee. I guarantee. You'll still be ahead of me then, Bart. You won't be third <laughs> if you do that. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. And then to the ever popular, can't beat him. But we sure can cover is. Jacksonville Jaguars plus ten over Pittsburgh this week. Jacksonville's they play they've been playing teams tough. They actually the kid the kid who quarterbacked it last week actually looked half decent. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a letdown game for cool. Pittsburgh. They got sure. Pittsburgh's got Baltimore yeah. next week on the Thursday night for for Thanksgiving. I think they're looking ahead to that game. So I will go Make with it a clean sweep. Make it a clean sweep of things I like. I like that one too. That was mine, Kitch. That was mine. Oh, I think I can't take it. Pittsburgh's gonna lose sooner or later. So am I up next? No, no. Uh, I'm next. Three and a half, Deno. Yep, you're up next, Deno. Yeah, you're up next. You're up next. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna double down on my Atlanta, my Atlanta. Atlanta plus five. Yep. Plus five over Norning. That's that was what I was gonna do. I was gonna go mm-hmm. Atlanta plus the five. Yeah. Sure, even though right. actually, I actually think Atlanta could win that. I think. Watch out for the Falcons. What were they? Sixty-six to one to win the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, to win geez. the title. <laughs> no, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, all right. Well, that's, I got to pivot here quickly. Um, so I am going, well, I think this one actually is a no brainer. Oh, I, <laughs> I am going to go, I'm going to stick uh, with my Raiders. They've been good to me. But I don't think they're going to win the game. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they will oh, cover. They'll cover. I don't think so. I think, yeah, I know mm-hmm. Kansas City's pissed about the whole, they did the victory the lap and the they did the victory lap in the bus, which is ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> that's just, I mean, if you could try to motivate your team, sure, I guess that's what you're going to do. But uh, no, listen, I think the Raiders, all of a sudden, I hate Derek Carr. I think he's a terrible quarterback. Uh, the running backs but, are good. Running backs are solid. Yeah, back. and they're, you know what? I, and I don't, Gruden's not the horrible coach, coach everyone thinks he is. So, I, yeah, this is not going to be, it's, Trust me on this one, people. Is that six and a half that game? Six and a half and six and a half. Six and a half. All right. Good. Six and a half. All right. There we go. That's it. Are we... We're done. Backyard gambling. Do That's get... our fastest backyard gambling. Do I, do I get to do my college, my college football quick recap? Two minute recap? Uh, recap? It was hot. Last week, it took me like three minutes to get through it all. Remember, yeah. it, went, it went hot. It went seven to two. All right. All right. All right. Go ahead. Well, don't, go, don't give us nine games. Don't give us nine games. Don't give so us the recap of nine games. No one gives a shit. They got a one with they nine won. games. It's too much to recap. Would have made money. Would have made money. Anyway, so that, so the uh, in-depth analysis. In-depth. You still got Megalox. You go to Megalox. Go ahead. Megalox, Megalox went two and zero oh last week. If you sign he's, up, he's giving sign me Megalox.co is BLR's code. I would love to know if anyone has signed up for that. Slasser has. Slasser did. Slasser did. voice less. Quick eleven. Quick three. Quick recaps from week eleven. Penn State, Penn State was a preseason top ten pick. There in the preseason, they were top ten. They now sit at zero and four. Harbaugh is as good as gone in Michigan. They were a preseason top twenty. They I are hope one, so. They are one and I three. Hope. That's done. And BYU, BYU, Cincinnati, and Indiana are in the top ten in, in, in college football. That's got to be a COVID year. Yeah. Coastal Coastal Carolina is fifteen, and Liberty is twenty one. Think of, think of those teams. Those, I know, but this this is the difference, by the way, of not playing on your conference. Like I, I think the Big Ten's just shit. 
right? I don't think yeah. Indiana is very good, but just the Big Ten sucks. Yeah. So this is and and Liberty like no one's playing at a conference stuff. This is this is why this is happening. Really, what they should do is just make the SEC put four teams in the SEC, make that the playoff, and and move on because that's probably and Cle- <laughs> or I guess Clemson take two teams, Clemson, Ohio Clemson. State, and that's yeah. You gotta um, put Notre Dame in too. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess you do. But it, yeah, the Big Ten, like, it's just, it's a travesty how bad the Big Ten is. Absolute travesty. So my, my, my tips this week for action, top, the top teams, the top teams will want to leave their mark they, for the, for the voters for the championships. So ride those teams that are, that are, uh, that are, that are the top teams trying to get into that, that big game. So you got Florida minus 30 and a half over Van, Vanderbilt. Clemson minus 34 and a half over an awful Florida state. And we're going to ride the roll tide to go seven and zero against the spread this year. And they are, they are minus 30 over, sorry, Kentucky Ross minus 30 over Kentucky in, oh, in this. Yeah. So, so uh, I, you know what? I, I, I hate to say it, but I like all three. I might, I'm going to parlay oh, the minus God. 94 combined points and <laughs> parlay that. Cause that's a, that's a gift. That's another gift. I'll pay game, five to one. The games I like this week, I like Iowa minus two and a half over Penn State. Penn Iowa State. or Iowa? Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Iowa solid. Penn State's not this year. So I like that. I like Utah plus the three or the money line over USC. USC's been lucky to be two and all. They should have lost both, both of their games. Utah's decent. That's a nice one. And Arizona plus 11 and a half over Washington. Wildcats are scrappy. Washington's decent, but the Wildcats are scrappy. I think they keep that one tight. And my last one is Wisconsin, minus seven over Northwestern. This is a statement game for Wisconsin. Their quarterback is decent. They want to try to get to that final game versus Ohio State in the Big Ten. So Wisconsin, look look at Wisconsin for that one. Yeah, actually, I like that one too. I might have like eleven game college parlay going tonight. Kitch, you were Kitch, you were seven and two last week. I got seven and two last week. Yeah. Oh, nice job! Wow. I I was o I was o for o actually for college. Uh, yeah, I was not, I was not seven I was, to two. I was not seven to two in I, NFL. That's for I was sure. o for o, and I and that's because I couldn't bet on uh, uh, sixteen hundred tennis. Otherwise, I would have I would have won some money at sixteen hundred Charleston tennis. Side yeah. bets. I have side bets, part. <laughs> oh, listen, we had a mum brawl. We had a mum brawl at the oh, tournament. Two moms got into it. Yeah, we did. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, cat it was it was awesome. Like to- were they were they swinging? They were they were face to face, like and finally, like an old like seventy nine year old uh, official like tries to jump in between, and then the one mom just went batshit crazy, like went off, and the kids like the match was out of control. Like, it was just it was actually it was it was uh, good theater. It was really good theater. <laughs> no, no punches, were any punches? No, no punches, no ah. no punches. But I'll tell you, like the one mom, she's from the old country too, so it wouldn't like it wouldn't surprise me if she threw a haymaker. Like, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I maybe wait for a punch. Wait for oh, totally. What of it? Yeah. But it was like, to come out. Oh. It was just like going nuts. And this is like, this is even like top, top tier. Yeah. Top. Like, like, yeah. I mean, it's like your kid's good, but it's like, we're not that good. It's like, it's not life not death good. yeah, it's good. Like, it, yeah. The, these kids. Are, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Does, yeah. And by the way, Johnny and Bobby, if you're listening, it doesn't. I'm not saying that in derogatory. I'm just like it's the only tournament available to us, so we had to play it. There were, <laughs> we would have played. We would have played higher ranked tournaments. We're better than that. We're better than that. Yeah, we're better than that. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Are we be- That's it. We're done. Back or get- are you done? Catch you want to pontificate? Yeah, that's it. Right. it. was two, two, three minutes. I got. Three I don't feel good about rock pop culture next on the agenda, so we should probably move on for that one. <laughs> it seems we're already like fuck. I don't even know how long we're right now. We're, we're way too long. <laughs> three and a half hours. Oh. Yeah, really. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
I got to work uh, in two hours. Come on. Jesus. All right. What drives? What drives? Mine, uh, mine is also tennis related. Go ahead, Daniel. You lead us off. Okay. Mine's, mine's a quick one. So I'm getting some additional insurance. Thanks to my financial advisor telling me to up my insurance. So you know how you get the young insurance calls and they, they try to bait you, right? They, they try and bait you and asking you like a thousand different questions, a thousand different ways. So this, this woman, she's a robot. She's asked me questions. Oh, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? So then she goes, do you have any appointments coming up in the next three months? And I go, yeah, actually I do. Okay. Where is it? It's here. What's it for? And her in her robotic voice, I tell her I'm getting a vasectomy. Right? So well, she goes, why are you doing right? that? Why yeah. are you doing that? <laughs> exactly. Right. So as a robot, she goes, and what's the purpose? Right. What's the purpose of the vasectomy? I, go, I don't want any more kids. She goes, and what's the objective? And I go, I go, okay, you know what? Stop reading off your screen. Like this is a vasectomy. It's not like me getting tested for something, whatever. So what drives me crazy is stop being a freaking robot. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get that. I get that. Oh my god. Uh, you you scheduled? Do you scheduled yet for the vasectomy? <laughs> yeah. December first, boys. Pod. Oh, oh pod night. Oh, we definitely yes. doing a pod that night. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring bag the ice. I'll bring, bring the peas. Bring the peas. Yep. <laughs> oh, we look forward to that update. That'll <laughs> yeah, be nice. Yeah. Uh Kitch, you want to uh so I, know, one, I, I can't even, yeah, I do. I can't remember if we even brought this up recently, but it, it hit hit home with Bart and I this week. So oh. I don't I don't think there's any male over the age of age of forty who is excited to get a new puppy. I don't I don't, I don't more think puppy talk? I don't think there's do we have to cover this already, but it's just Daniel Heim will love this. She'll love it keeps, this. It keeps rearing his head. It's like geez, just when you get what for, for me, like when an empty nester get freedom. I got a puppy back in my house and this thing takes like, at least with that infant, you can put it down. You know, it's going to be there in a little while. The puppy's not going to be there when you put it down. It's going to be everywhere. So I just, I am not, I live in, I was Barton had a big discussion on this today and, and I think yeah. he shares my nice. views. I think he shares my view that we, that we, are, just, we yeah. are just not built for puppies at this stage of our life. So yes, the puppy is driving me crazy. Well, they're a lot of work. There's no question about that. Okay. So you're saying, you are saying, Kitch, your puppy is more work than my five-week-old child. No, is that is that what you're not, saying, Kitch? No, Bart, that, no, Bart, 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 Bart. That's saying, Kitchen answer. I'm saying the like, best thing about your five-week-old child is if you put your five-week-old child somewhere, it is going to be there until you move it again. So it's staying there. Throw, you put a throw puppy down. Ball. Put a puppy down. He's it's gone. Like, where is that puppy? Lock going it now? up. Oh, Lock oh, it shit, up. Shit in the corner again. Oh, look at that. <laughs> shit in the corner again. Great. Great. Well, it's so listen, people say that all the time. Oh, it's like, I'm like, no, babies are way easier. Cause you know what? <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? I never do with the baby at 3 a.m. I never take it outside and then have, while it's raining, then have my automatic sprinkler system go off while it's raining on me. That's never happened when I've had a baby before. But did that happen last week? It sure did, Deno. Okay. And you know what? It's going to be 11 degrees here tonight. And guess who's going to be taking that puppy out at three in the morning? It's going to be freezing. Listen. It's totally different. They're way more work. And you know what? I don't, I'm not sure yet because I haven't seen my kids uh, to fruition, but I don't think the dog pays off as well as the kids do, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going to rule that. I don't know for sure. I can't say that for sure yet, but whatever happened, uh, whatever happened to man's best friend, you guys just don't bond with your dog. Or what? You, you can't really put your kid down. So there is that benefit. Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. God, oh. come on. No man's best friend. That's, 
you listen, Dennis, what generation are you, man's best friend? <laughs> yeah, I love He's dogs. Old yeah. old dog. And by the way, that's what man was allowed to kick their dog. He can't even do that shit anymore. <laughs> yes, you yeah. can. Close the door. Back <laughs> close, close the door. Yeah. And the dog, dog lived outside. That's when the dog lived outside. Yeah. Never came so, in the Absolutely. Yeah. Didn't matter what the temperature was. That dog was outside. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Listen, uh, to be determined on my dog, but it's trend. It's not trending in a great direction for me in this dog. I don't think this dog and I are going to be besties. I don't think so. <laughs> it already seems a little bit terrified of me. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to wrap it up with, um, so tennis, tennis was a long weekend in Charleston uh, because they had doubles, mixed doubles and singles and they had uh, the singles had backdrop. So that means basically if you lose, if you win your, if you lose either one of your first two matches, you still go into the backdrop. So you win your first one, lose your second one, you're still in the backdrop, which is where both my boys ended up, which is so I like the constellation. So the constellation, what we call it, it's backdrop sounds way better. <laughs> I was oh, going to say that. Backdrop really sounds way, way better. Did, or the beef yeah. Yeah, okay. Did everyone get so, ribbons at the end? Like, so, did everyone win? So, can I finish? Yes. I didn't interrupt you guys. I did not interrupt you guys when you tell me. Oh yeah, never. <laughs> Sunday morning, the back draws are supposed to start early. Like we're like, I'm gonna be home by four o'clock. That was the plan. And then of course it rains, and we're like usually when it rains, they just cancel the back draws. But for whatever reason, this fucking tournament refuses to cancel. Like Johnny's begging to go home. He wants to forfeit <laughs> his matches. I'm like, Johnny, we like Bart rule, we just we can't. We're not leaving any sporting event early. That's just like whether we're, we're, we pay to watch it, whether we enter it, we don't leave a sporting event early. We're, we're staying. Next thing you know, Bobby is roll like he's in his last match is at six thirty on the Sunday night. We've been waiting there all effing day. But oh. uh, Johnny, the worst part was in these backdraws on Sundays when people don't know the communication is so terrible. You're sitting there going, "Am I going to stick around all day for some kid not even to show up to his backdraw event?" Because you don't know. Like that. And yeah. guess what happens to Johnny? Oh, all right. First match he's supposed to play. It's now like it's now four o'clock. We've been waiting there all day, and and I said to Leila, like I don't think they're here. I don't think. So, oh no, they'll be here. They'll be here. They'll be. Here. And guess whose kid didn't show up? Oh. And I was just like, I'm sitting there going, this is such bullshit. But you know, it's bullshit by the other parent. If you're not going to be there, you need to make sure the entire planet knows yeah. that you are not yeah. coming to that backdrop event. So that everything because it throws off the schedule. It throws off all you like decision making. It's just so like, come on, people, right? I get it. Trust me. I, every fiber of me wanted to just get the hell out of there Sunday. As soon as it rained, I was like, Hey boys, let's, let's just, we should, we should go like that would have been the smart thing, not the right thing to do. It would have been the smart thing to do. Um, and it wasn't, but my point is what drives me crazy is if you're in a tennis tournament and you're in the backdrop, I don't even care if you play the backdrop, but you got to make sure that we know if you're not going to be there. Cause that really, Amen. I, Amen. I yep. was angry. I was unhappy. I was not happy. Bert, I, I actually, I actually got your back on that one, Bert. I agree. Thank you, Donald. <laughs> like that was worse than the forty-five minutes it took me to get Taco Bell on the way home. Uh, and that's how bad that was. Taco Bert. Bell. That's what, that was always was our only option. <laughs> Middle of nowhere, Charleston. Uh, all right, uh, listen, we gotta, we gotta get out of here. AOB. I've, I'm going to say I have nothing for AOB. Mine's mine's quick. Uh, you'll be seeing the email coming out. Um, poker tournament, December 12th, online. Uh, poker stars, Bart. We're hoping to get 200 people um, to it. So we will be forwarding it your way coming soon. Wait, December 12th is a Saturday? Yep, yep. Uh, for a kick, are you raising money for something, or is the kick? Yeah, yeah, why are we doing yeah. this? Raising some money for mental health. Uh, last time we did, we had a, what catch 120 people. 
right. played yeah. in it. I believe yeah. this one, we think we're going to get uh, 200, try and raise 10, 15 grand for uh, mental health. Nice. Nice. There we go. Summer 12th. Bart, be there. Well, let's send the link out. Like, Let's make sure we get the link out then before uh, next next week. Let's bring yep. the link out. We'll do it. We'll get Celeste will sign up for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Celeste is the favorite going into it. He's the favorite. Uh, catch. Anything? I, I had one thing. I one thing I skipped over. I, I and it was an interesting stat. I'm going to throw an AOB here. So going into Week 10 for NFL football, home teams winning the game was was three games below 500. So going into last wow. week, home teams winning the games were three games below 500. And last week, home teams went. 10 and one on the Sunday. Oh, of course they did. Yes. So, so, that's probably why we lost some money in our NFL bets last week. Well, <laughs> you know what? Here's, trend yeah. was different. Here's my, AOB. sorry, I do have AOB. Oh. Betting the NFL is impossible. That's why I don't <laughs> do it. That's why I don't yeah, do it. It is. It. It's ridiculously stupid. Impossible. And it makes I no am, sense. It I am one and oh, my last two weeks. One and oh, last two weeks. Smart. It's money making. That is money making. Are you telling me, Daniel, you don't you don't actually bet what you say through your three games? You don't actually bet those three games? Oh no. that's that's bullshit. If if I'm gonna watch it, I will, but like I'm I'm no, not watching that's... football. <laughs> well no. Bart, he'd be fifty two percent, so it would have been a complete waste of time for him because he'd be exactly <laughs> even. Yeah, but he'd be in the game. The point is he'd be in the if chip in a chair, he'd be in the game. Oh, okay, this week I will. This week you I will. have to. Yeah, moving yeah, forward, you have to. Otherwise, I will go zero and three for sure this week. You have to. This is why Bart needs to go fund. Yeah, you have page. to. Otherwise, we may have to remove you from that segment. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna bet him right now. I'm betting him right now. <laughs> right now, live in the pot. All right, listen. Good night, everybody. This is way too long. Sorry, Brock. Kawhi. Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win.